0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another AMP commentary. Today, we'll be talking about John Baddam's Blue Thunder.
1: What brings you to air support? Kind of like the idea of it. No guns, no kicking in doors, you know, just quiet. Oh, yeah. For Frank Murphy, policing the air has its ups. Hustle to air support and downs. just wanted to say, sir, that that was my fault. I talked Murphy into taking us there. You're supposed to be stupid, son. Don't abuse the privilege. Roy Scheider is Frank Murphy, a lone wolf. Freeze!
2: Bozo, how many regulars come in the front door with a key?
1: Who's about to become a guinea pig. I thought it was illegal to arm police helicopters. Well, that would depend on the circumstances, wouldn't it? Columbia Pictures presents Blue Thunder. Flying arsenal that hears through walls, sees in the dark, and thinks your thoughts. Wherever you look, the guns follow. It was designed for war-torn countries. One civilian dead for every ten terrorists—that's an acceptable ratio, unless you're one of the civilians. It was assigned to American cities.
2: You're talking about crowd control from the air—that's what this special detail
1: is all about. They told Murphy to test it. They didn't tell him what it was for. Doesn't of these coppers and you could run the whole damn country. Who was behind it? Where are we? Federal building. Really? Hey, you want to find out what's going on in there? I certainly do. Hey, you got to do me a favor. I want you to pick up a package for me. Why they chose him. He's totally unsuitable for our purpose. Don't stop for anything or anybody for why they changed their minds. Turn the face over, the They had the ultimate weapon and the perfect plan. But Murphy stole their thunder.
0: John Ingle, by the way.
3: And I'm Mitch Bryan, and we are joined today by a friend of the show, the greatest farmer ever known, Jason Heck. Amateur Blue Thunder historian, Jason Heck. Jason, do you remember when you saw this movie for the first time? I do. It was actually in theaters with a buddy
2: and uh, you know, as kids and as adults, I as an adult I still find the helicopter incomparably more cool than Airwolf. Mm.
3: Well, this thing yep. is on Hulu right now, so that's where you can watch it if you have Hulu. And... Um John, can you think of anything else we need to talk about before we start this I, thing up? Well, we can talk
0: about it while the movie's going on, but we also we should probably talk compared to the Island Hopper and um, there's some other there's some other helicopters. Iconic iconic helicopters, sure. uh, the one from Riptide, which is
2: Neem. The not, Screaming uh, Mimi. The Screaming Mimi, thank you. Which I saw yesterday at the air show. Not the Screaming Mimi, but a Sikorsky S sixty also seen in Kubrick's full metal jacket mm-hmm. transporting the Marines around. And we can
0: talk about helicopters all day. That's I, what we're here for. God knows I
2: could. All right.
0: Well, God I th- knows. I, could. I think that should do it. Let's <laughs> let's let's cue up the the movie. Yeah,
3: we're just going to suggest that you start it. Uh, I can be nerdy and and give you a, a three, two, one count, but start it at the um, Columbia logo because there's actually sound that goes that plays underneath that. And hang on here. Start now. No, the terrible '80s Columbia logo.
0: What's,
2: what's, what's your problem with it? I, mean, I don't like it compared to the classic. I just, I don't
3: like it. I it's, always like that kind of col- the 70s graphic y kind of sharpie things. That you like the shiny font?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I kind of do. I, I like,
3: like it for Ghostbusters. Says, I tolerate it, but not, not. I like it when it says Coca Cola. Oh, uh, was it for the Coca Cola Company? Yeah. Something yeah. yeah. When it was, yeah. yeah. So, Jason, is the hardware, weaponry, and surveillance system depicted in this film real and in use today? No, no. with the
2: exception of the night sun searchlight and the Vulcan 20-millimeter cannon. No, uh, there is no such thing as a thermograph. There is no such thing as a whisper mode.
3: Or at least that's what they want us to believe.
2: Here we are at the LAPD heliport, which was brand new.
3: Yeah, it hadn't even gone into use yet, I yeah.
2: think. Everybody using their Vietnam-era bone domes. And, of course, your grouchy sort of sergeant type, where the hell's Murphy? And your gawky nerd type, with whom I identify as a person who's six foot four and somewhat doughy
3: in his build. (laughs) Daniel Stern is is a bit of a kindred spirit. So this is kind of classic 80s storytelling, you know, the good, the bad, and the obvious.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and now we have our first look at our troubled veteran and how he's trying to keep walking the narrow balance beam of sanity
3: it's strange he's got the name of robocop and he's got the backstory of uh mitchell gantt from, from
2: uh, your troubled veteran yeah the
3: troubled <laughs> vietnam vet trope that is from john Bateman's
2: casio watch by the way that is the director's watch being used as a prop and going way too fast <laughs> that those are not seconds go by much slower than that the watch depicts
3: maybe not if you're frank murphy So I
0: read somewhere that the entire reason Roy Scheider took this movie was so
2: he wouldn't have to turn down Jaws 3. It would just be, sorry, scheduling conflict. That's right. He, He said he didn't think they would have the nerve to call him to be Chief Brody again, but just in case... He's signed up in a major picture that there was no possible he could back out of. Yeah, just make sure you're busy. You don't have to do those third sequels.
3: We got a couple of guys here in in the in the shape of uh, the great Warren Oates and in Roy Scheider himself, who have some military air aviation background. Warren Oates during uh, 46, 45, 46 and forty seven, I think, was when he, he was a Marine and he was a he was in the Marine Air Wing and he was a um, air, airplane mechanic. Oh, okay. and, so, then, and then and Roy Scheider was in the uh, air reserves and in the air force. So what did he fly? Do we know? What Roy Scheider flew? Yeah. I don't know what he flew. That's a good question. War notes being war notes. And then John Badham's dad was a general and an army general, but he apparently, according to what I read, flew in both World War One and World War Two.
2: So he was like with the, the Badham Escadrille in World War I. He was the, Navy
3: air, the air, air Army Air Corps.
2: So here we have our, our our veteran pilot and our geek overloaded with with paperwork. A whiff of John Engel in, oh, yeah. in the fumbling with the paperwork and oh, the sunglasses. Sure. Is and this a
3: Bell helicopter?
2: That everything in this movie, it, this is back when the Bell Jet Ranger ruled the world. Every helicopter you see in this, with the exception of Blue Thunder, is a Jet Ranger, because Bell basically they were they were what the Toyota Corolla of helicopters. Nice shot. Little starting that night patrol.
0: That, what, I wonder what that building is. There, it's not quite complete. That's it's probably that's old, the no, that old building. What?
2: Oh, that's not the Arco no, Tower. No, the Arco under completed. Oh, okay. Movie. So I don't know. Oh, that's pretty.
3: That's 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 Century City. That's really pretty. So they hired John Alonzo, um, and he was known for being able to shoot economically and at night. and. Um, but they were having all sorts of troubles with shots like what we're looking at right now. How were they going to manage the rear screen that wasn't working? And if I remember right, what he did was he solved the problem by using front screen. Really? I think so, and I think you can even sometimes see little flashes of the projection um, on their helmets. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, anybody who is out there. (laughs) Eric Moore, if you're listening, Mr. Special effects, you would know better than me, but that was what I remember hearing at the time. And that he was, um, that it was really tricky to figure out how are we going to do these process, um, shots and have them match the dark cinematography of the, uh, of the ground because they were using really fast film stocks and they were trying to light as much as they could with, uh, what existed, you know, and just augmented a little bit. And, it's great because so much of the uh, light of the skylines are that is green because they're shooting on tungsten film and the fluorescence would always turn green when you're shooting on holy on wow tungsten so see there you can see i mean that's some of that's reflecting off of the off of the panel or the light but i mean the windshield but i think that's front screen but i could be wrong It's just some generic '80s crime. Every every criminal is a person of color. It's the 1980s,
2: and every car is a is a Fury. Every police car is a Fury. Yeah, Metropolitan Police. No LAPD logos right. anywhere in this movie. Yeah, they
3: wouldn't. They were not helping out. They
2: weren't helping out. Air support division was renamed Astro division, and all the cops have Metropolitan Police signs on or uh, patches on. Hit him with that night sun. There you go.
3: So Dean Reisner did an uncredited. Uh, set of revisions on this script. Apparently the original Dan O'Bannon and Dan Jacoby script was super, super anti-cop. Have you guys read it? (laughs) No, I never have. It's amazing. Really? It's
2: online and it's incredible. Murphy is an absolute loon in the screenplay. He wears a black leather jumpsuit and normal police helicopters are credited with a lot of Blue Thunder's superpowers. So his normal police helicopter in the movie, in the in the original screenplay, has a whisper mode and does 300 miles an hour <laughs> and all of these gimmicks um, and has all this computer stuff that Dan O'Bannon made up, having no idea how real police helicopters were. Right. So it sounds like it was you know, kind of in sci-fi mode, almost like. Much more than this movie is something, man. Because and then of course Murphy in this original screenplay goes completely crazy and attacks the city with the helicopter. <laughs> he goes on a rampage because oh, wow. he is as troubled as trouble can be.
3: So who's the good guy in that thing, or is there one? Well,
2: uh, yeah, I, I, I think kind of is isn't. Co- well, Cochran's still kind of a jerk, but he's the guy that they send up to take down the genuinely crazy Murphy.
3: Oh wow, that's really wild.
2: Yeah, it was. It was not. I can't even imagine how he thought anybody would make it.
3: I don't think Dan O'Bannon ever thought about that. Yeah, you're probably right. right. I mean, it's a few Dan O'Bannon
0: movies that you look at. You know, how did in the world did this actually get to where I see it? Like mm. it's, Life Force, for instance. But like, look
3: how dark. Look how dark it is. It's so amazing. Like that. That's. This is some of the best process stuff this is
2: alonzo's genius
3: yeah yeah because the blacks are so black and it just and it just details just disappear you see exactly what you need to see but see see how that did you see those flickers of light on the inside there that's what makes me wonder whether it's front projection it feels like it
0: it doesn't feel unnatural I mean, it feels like they're moving.
3: No, it's really good. It's yeah. it's And at the time when they were making it, one of my friends worked on this, and and they were just talking about how happy everybody was because they were afraid they weren't going to be able to pull this off in a convincing way. It's one thing if you're making a science fiction, you know, you're making Star Wars or something, but this had to be convincing. And it's it's really impressive, the shallow depth of field, and he's just making lots of really great choices to create these illusions.
2: And here we have everyone's favorite hastily put together character actor Anthony James. There he is, looming up. Well,
3: uh, and we've got a it's it's a, it's a it's a it's a in the heat of the night team up. Yeah. Oh God, you're war notes right. and you're but right. there's no there's yeah. no pie switching going on back and forth between the two of them. <laughs> and
2: amazingly enough, you have to wait until the end credits to see. But his character's name is Grundelius. like he's some sort of Saxon <laughs> <What>? warlord. <laughs> Grundelius. like grun- 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 Yeah, okay. Grundelius. All right, I love it. <laughs> and I wonder if, if the uh, lights, the external lights that light up the entire helicopter. I'm pretty sure those are for the benefit of the film because you have these well, how outriggers you, on the helicopter. Yeah,
3: how else are you gonna light it? You, yeah, you can't follow it with another helicopter and put a big old hard light on it. So. Right. So again, just like they're right on the edge of uh, for exposure. All right. So, um, John, I remember yeah. you being really, really enamored with this sequence. Oh,
0: I love it. Yeah, this is this is great. This is really good stuff. No, it's really like not. What are we supposed to think of Murphy? Like, not only does he do this, but he does it so regularly. He knows this woman's schedule. I mean, that's just really creepy. That sounds closer to the Dan O'Bannon script,
2: right? And the the voyeur ele- the voyeur element is is pretty important in both the movie and the screenplay. What's amazing is that helicopter would be deafening outside oh, her window. Absolutely. There is no whisper mode in a jet ranger, so she
3: her house would be shaking. But she knows they're there, right? That's the oh, yeah, she's putting that's, on a little that's show. That's the little show. She's right? putting on a Just show. like in the heat of the night, once again. Yeah. It is Mitch, ancient. you're
2: finding once ah, again the lattices amazing. are converging. Oh
3: my goodness. If we'd only had Sidney Poitier as Frank Murphy. <laughs> if only. So we've got our R rating, obviously, from this. Mm-hmm. Would we have had an R rating otherwise without this nudity stuff? Uh F bombs. Yeah, a easily couple out cut of them. out though, you know. And like,
2: well, he, well F bombs plus uh, Lyman good getting run over, pretty brutal. Yeah,
3: it's pretty brutal. And
2: breaking his fingers? I don't know, man, those PG's in those days went pretty hard. And of course your gratuitous <laughs> grandiloous <laughs> <laughs> which Diana McNeely with her bright lights on as she drives down the road to her beautiful home in fashionable Brentwood.
3: It's a, uh, I believe John remarked when he first watched this or watched it not long ago that it takes a long time for the story to
0: oh, get to well, be a helicopter we're fighting talk about movie, that. right? Yeah, we're gonna talk about that in about you know forty five minutes when the story actually begins, you know.
2: This is table setting, buddy. We're learning about the yeah. conspiracy.
0: It shouldn't take longer to set the table than to eat the meal. I'll just put it that way.
3: Well, you haven't been around
2: <laughs> our house at dinner time. <laughs> Everybody's bright lights are around in this sequence. Everybody's brights.
3: I don't know why. Oh boy. Because they need the light wherever they can get it. There's a all right, so there was a little camera shadow there on the back of the. So we have a
0: horrible assault happening to a woman elsewhere while these cops are leering at a
3: naked woman in her home. Just And then they get it, and then they, they get it, a, a, ra- it a little ra- ra- worse. And then don't they get a rape call? Rape in progress call at the same time. It's yeah. like, okay. Wow. And we
2: also noticed that they have to say rape instead of giving the police code code number for it, even really? though they it was a two eleven for the robbery. Right. Yeah. Everybody's got their brights on.
3: You can see the shadow on the garage door of the guy holding the boom. But this this rape call is never paid off right i mean it's just is that what this is is this supposed to to be the rape they're calling it a rape right Mm -hmm. yeah
2: that was a little nirvana looking there that shot he bought it get on the other guy come on come on rook stay in the game and really do you want him let him go really that's an interesting does she mean just cuff him
3: yeah well they weren't really raping her right it was they were they were attacking her but it was not i mean she she knows something's not right And here it
2: goes. Here's the flashback. He's he's headed back.
3: See, that's just like Firefox, yeah, right? Is just like yeah. Firefox.
2: <laughs> and they were uh, same year. No, eighty two and eighty three. Uh, okay, one year apart. 86. And we drop our Vietnamese prisoner over the California desert out of our Huey.
0: I feel like we had a lot of. Vietnam flashback bits. You had
2: a lot of them with Magnum P.I. around this time, too. Yeah. Magnum just... was the one that actually, because they were all Vietnam vets, and they mm-hmm. all kind of dealt with that.
3: Yeah. Wasn't Sonny Crockett also a Vietnam vet? Good question. I don't know. I think I I wouldn't
2: be at all. I mean, he's the right age. Yeah, I think so. But it I was think. this period where they
0: were making movies about Vietnam. They weren't Vietnam movies, but they were you know veteran. But you would still get the imagery of the Vietnam movie from time to time in the flashbacks. Stringfellow Hawk's brother. Thing.
2: Right. He was a prisoner in Vietnam. Right old string have been and
3: we don't get that now because um the military is you sign up for it so you don't have that tension of the citizen soldier who was maybe you know drafted into Vietnam right. you're there
2: because you want to be there yeah, yeah. And
3: so it's a cult and it's a culture now versus
2: I uh, see no outriggers on it now so the the external lighting is off because they're back on the pad so those big lights that they had when it was flying that's a different helicopter And they use the police helicopters as camera ships too, so you'll sometimes see camera mounts on them. Oh boy. Look at that beautiful fluorescent green back there behind him. I do like Captain Braddock's office.
3: It's it's kind of a great a great set. Yeah, like look at all the look at how dark all that stuff is. And that's not this is like that's not a process shot. The green is interesting. That's a that's an
2: the tungsten film is what does it yeah. And we get our first ass chewing current uh, courtesy of our tough, tough as nails
3: captain, so they gotta light these guys so the lights don't reflect uh if possible off of the off of the glass behind them i mean it's really the cinematography in this movie is really something
0: i would almost like to put together a super cut of the first chief ass chewing of the movie from multiple different every movie like. Forty-eight hours is forty-eight hours. Has like three of them, though, right? Like, mm-hmm. and they escalate to the point where he's
2: just screaming, <laughs> spitting. And then, all then over Inspector the place. Todd in uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Right.
3: There's must be one on TV Carnage, right? Uh, it,
2: there's there's a turn in your badge. I know there's monster. a gun there's a your in your badge. Yeah, there. for
3: sure. Your gun in your badge.
2: Yeah, what's great is how dark everything is. You can't really make out details when we're looking at his chair and his desk and stuff. That's kind of cool. When we're doing the over over Murphy shoulder shot.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's real specific. Yeah, that's great. It's super specific lighting because they've got it, they're fighting all those reflections. But it's just look great. at the blinds on the wall. And even too. even, you know, shitty acoustic ceilings look um look good in this movie.
2: <laughs> that's pretty with the blinds on the wall. Yeah. I like that. Oh, it's just so great in this. He's just I mean, he's not asked to do much, but what he does do is really great. And he doesn't look old enough to shave. Daniel Stern. He he is so baby-faced. What
3: year was breaking away? Um, yeah. 79, maybe. So just a couple of years 70. earlier.
2: And he's got that 80s captain sport jacket that they all had in that, yeah. whatever material that is.
3: We saw him do True West just a couple of years later with Tim Matheson, Daniel Stern and Tim Matheson. Oh, okay. it was, it was pretty good.
0: What happened to Daniel Stern? He's not around, huh? I never see him at all anymore.
3: Yeah, I don't know what the last thing
0: he did. Doesn't he direct? There's so much stuff out there that's hard to say that he's not working or anything. I'm just saying I haven't seen him. Hasn't shown up in major motion pictures lately that I know of. Oh, boy. Here's the grounding. Boom. Okay, so here's my gut feeling. Let's talk about the structure of the story. The angle gut. We should probably already be talking. To me, we should already be talking about this new helicopter. <laughs> like, this is a good opportunity. This whole ass chewing thing can happen. And then, I mean, to me, we should already start thinking about it by now.
2: I don't know. No, well, we have. But how can we do that when we have to see about how Frank Murphy's relationship and home life are so busted up? I
0: see. I, I feel like that could be done very economically in maybe one little scene, and we could have. We could get that the next day, and then we're. Then the next, that afternoon, it's uh, time to look at Blue Thunder. I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there because to me it feels, by the time we get to the titular helicopter, it feels really late. And with that, you still have more buildup that comes after the helicopter
2: arrives in order to get it really into the story. It's You talk like, about
0: table setting, there's like many
2: tables being set. At first is it flight. a character study? I like Murphy's exit here. I don't know. And we see how pissed he is at getting chewed out. With his don't hop, I like that. Like we get that he's not entirely under control. A little whiff of it. And now we see just how under control he really is, though, with his precision and his love of it. And we're, of course, we have what? Chekhov's Casio.
3: Is that a Firebird or that's a Transact?
2: That's a TA. Yeah. That's, is, that's basically Smokey. Yeah, that It is. It is. Right so we have Chekhov's Casio, which we now know will at some point be important in the movie. By the way, my first grade teacher, Mrs. Murray, yeah. had one of those. Did she?
0: And it was a little jacked up. The back was a little jacked up. And oh, nice. She was
3: the coolest man.
2: <laughs> I can't tell you how much she meant to be when I was like yeah, six Yeah, Tearing ass out, and that is not the location of the heliport, but that's okay. There's a Denny's there, though.
3: Do we know what what kind of an engine that Trans Am had in it?
2: It was a 6.0. I think it was a 6.0. But it wasn't a hugely powerful one. It was back then when you would have huge displacement, but they had all these emissions controls on them, so... They weren't really, they should have been the very symbol of sort of hairy chested disco machismo. But so, not like and a and 350 that,
3: or a 400.
2: They weren't real impressive at ah, time. Huh? Interesting. But any idea where we are from that view that we just had? Uh, up in the
3: Hollywood Hills. Hollywood I don't know. Hills, yeah.
2: And look at that complicated ass answering machine yeah. in 1982. It's got three eggs, a couple cokes. And he and leaves a the milk open.
3: Box of baby baking soda to keep it fresh. Ah he loves
2: his milk. And the effervescent Candy Clark on the phone. We all want to get a nice message from Candy Clark. We do.
3: We all don't don't we all wish that show of hands that if Candy Clark was your girlfriend, wouldn't she, that be the absolutely. best? Wouldn't absolutely. be the best?
0: I just watched American graffiti yesterday again and uh she's uh delightful.
2: A lengthy answering machine message. Does anybody have time to tell their favorite answering machine message story while this is going on? Oh, there. <laughs> never, never mind. We're, we're good. Uh oh. He knows that he knows the sound of a Chevy Vega when he hears
3: it, <laughs> and then he's going to come out blasting. <laughs> What is he so? He's just he's just paranoid. He's just paranoid. Yeah, yeah.
2: we we we're getting we're getting the hints of it. Certainly with the watch that he's paranoid that he's losing his sanity. And he throws he hurls his gun to the ground. It's a farewell (laughs) to arms for Frank Murphy and a farewell (laughs) to firearm safety. Oh. And it's a farewell to keys for Frank Murphy's. He hurls the key to the ground as well. (laughs) I need my blender at, what, 2 in the morning? 3 in the morning, she needs the blender. Obviously, back then, blenders were rather more important in the kitchen than they are now. Right. and it's farewell to children for frank murphy as well. As the <laughs> he throws the, the child to the <laughs> ground too.
3: <laughs> well, as as much as we can agree on candy clark as our girlfriend, I'm not sure how much I want her to be my girlfriend in that sweater.
2: She's doing her best. She's <laughs> She's, 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 fighting, that thing. she's fighting the it's costume got, designer it's, it's a little bit on this. It's got hoofy
3: shoulder upper thingies, shoulder pads. It is the 80s, but my lord.
2: Yeah, she's all armored up in her butterfly sweater. Oh, boy. Oh, gosh, he says.
3: Thankfully, they opt for a tablecloth and not lingerie in this moment. <laughs> I could have expected either one, possibly, where we've so far, where we've been in this movie, but yeah.
2: I thought I gave you that damn thing, he says as lamely as possible.
3: Oh! But look, he's kissing her back. He loves her.
2: He loves her. He loves her Chevy Vega.
3: (laughs) A car actually
2: manufactured out of compressed rust. A lot of people don't know that. mm,
3: GM, really? Uh. Whatever happened? Yeah, at first I thought it was a duster, and <laughs> then I realized it's a Vega.
2: Whatever became of that child actor? Moppet, that tousle haired Moppet. A
3: little
0: Chief Brody. They they warmth. always give Scheider kids. I like mean, obviously, Sorcerer, notwithstanding. But he often has kids. Like, just stick him with a kid. He had a brood of little
3: Nazi kids in Marathon Man. Yes, he did.
0: <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> I'm just thinking about this era of
2: Scheider, maybe the post Jaws era. He <laughs> yeah. basically always had a kid. Well, stick with what works, right? Yeah, I mean, he, he was they, he was great, and his movies made a bazillion dollars.
3: Sonny Grosso had no kids. No, no. Cloudy had no kids. <laughs> cloudy had no kids. Cloudy had no kids. Look at that. Look at that. I Panavision know. lens, depth of field. Look at the way little, that those pretty gorgeous. circles of diffusion get all tall and squishy. Pretty gorgeous, man.
2: And then the Vega drove out of my life.
3: Uh-oh. I wish I had gone to the set when they were shooting this stuff. I would have loved to have seen how he lit all this. And I think we have... Mario Machado's back. Wait, Everybody's uh, we've favorite. We've got a bat- I think we have a He's bat- coming up in, the yeah, yellow, in a yellow in a shirt. There, there he is, is Mr. Yellow room. Shirt. <laughs> Old canary.
0: So Mario Machado, he was a real... He was a real... Who's a real news guy. Real news guy, but yeah. he made a lot of movies. He like, sure did. Mostly as himself.
2: Yep. Uh, or as Casey Wong in RoboCop.
0: Yeah, in RoboCop he's Casey Wong because he's obviously in Detroit, not L.A., but I think he actually had a couple of real acting performances where he didn't play himself and didn't play a newscaster. Really? I might be wrong. But, I mean, you've been on screen for two decades. You could probably handle a little.
2: Alf Hewitt will recognize as the librarian and as A1 Steak Sauce Pitch Man.
3: And uh, from the Howling.
2: (laughs) Yes. Yeah. He was great, though. What does he tell us in A1? Put it on a burger. It's not chopped ham. It's chopped (laughs) steak. Right? That's (laughs) what he's telling us.
3: That's what I always think of when I see him. I always think it's
2: the A1 guy. And all White House transactions are strictly confidential. Thank you, gentlemen, and uh, all the president's men. This is interesting. Like, what brings him here, do you think? What's his compulsion to going back to this place? Right? What makes it unusual? What what lures him know. in? The
3: besides writer? the
2: screenplay. Right. Besides <laughs> What's unusual? Dan screen O'Bannon screenplay. and Don Jacoby.
3: No, probably not. Probably Dean Reisner. Mm.
0: And it's not even a simple, God, something's nagging me about this. I'm going to drive by and take a just look, like park the car. Like, we've seen that in movies. It's like, I don't know. Something's bugging me. I right. don't know what it is.
2: He, like, trespasses. Right. He goes in there. He hops the fence with a flashlight. It's a weird... It's something that never made sense to me. Yeah. Even as a youth when I saw this, it hey, didn't. It there's doesn't gonna be.
0: I think there's a couple more things in this movie that don't make sense.
2: That's enough. <laughs> it's called Turbine Boost, and it makes all the sense in the world. <laughs> all the sense in the world. And here we... Our score plays up that we're reading something mysterious. It's that synthesizer
3: score in this movie is is so great. It's it's so perfect.
0: Let me venture a guess. Then he saw from above all the papers flying off of that guy when he was getting shot. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. We focused on that that's a little weird. I guess it would be a little weird for a rapist to To be taking the briefcase. Okay. Yeah, he Mm -hmm. was
2: taking her briefcase. All right. He probably put that together. Uh oh. Want to answer your fucking beeper? (laughs) So there's. We got our two f bombs. Which Or a hard R, and a hot mince pie under each arm. Uh, That was clearly written by I, I, God, I don't know. Uh, Let's see, Uh, a hot mince pie.
0: See, I I love it in movies where they do the suspended or unsuspended, like within five instantly screen time. It's like what did you suspend him in the first place for? Then, and we got, this scene could have happened in that office. You that's, see what I mean? Uh, like it's it, or here or but we have to anywhere, have time for him to
2: investigate, right? To smell something weird with Diana McNeill.
0: It couldn't. The, I think that there could be like the the, the two plots, the subplot, or they that can be minced up a little bit. They don't have to be.
3: So I can remember in 1983 when this came out and when um, short uh, uh, war games came out. That we, I can remember collectively feeling like everything being taken over by the military to use for nefarious reasons Mm -hmm. was this really becoming this really tired story trope, right? Mm. And so all this stuff being developed probably before Reagan gets into office and then we're just, it's going to be another year or two and then all that shit's going to go away and it's all going to be rah-rah pro-military Right, Schwarzenegger.
0: Mainly Rambo, right? Like Rambo it's, stuff. It's yeah. really Rambo too that kind of like that blows that whole thing up, right? Like where it's right. And, right. and, and so, also,
3: Uncommon Valor is around that same time, right? There, where we're finally a, allowed to declare victory. Go in back Vietnam. and go back and win them. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Sorry, Uncommon Valor. The, the Hackman. Uh uh-huh. Patrick Swayze.
3: Yes. And then Red Chuck brand. Norris.
0: I've only seen it the one time.
3: What's the Chuck Norris one missing where he's missing in action? Missing in action, right? Yeah,
2: that was your, a little later, though, right? That was your. 87 Chuck, or so? That is your Wish.com uh-huh. First Blood Part Two, right there, the Missing in Action series. That's your canon, really shitty take on. Yeah. And here we had the, the Olympics were such a huge deal. So mm-hmm. that's what they're talking about, which is a, a little bit of scene setting. Not quite as elegantly done as the energy crisis, of course, and Man with the Golden Gun, but. It lends itself to a a contemporary feel for audiences.
3: Because nothing says cutting edge like Man with a Golden (laughs) Sky.
2: On the ragged, bleeding edge of cinema. So here we get our first hints that there's more to this helicopter than, although, of course, those of us who saw the poster outside (laughs) knew that there was more to the helicopter than me. Here we have Uh, our made-up set. The, our, look our main at the light.
3: It's so beautiful. The light is just so great in this whole sequence. And they got You know, they got to get out there day after day after day. Yeah. To get to get the sun coming up. So but by the man. lighting
0: change there, it took them an hour to get from the entrance <laughs> to the. Well, and and yeah. then
2: to the testing. It <laughs> yeah it yeah. Takes it's a long another, way. It's another hour. It's <laughs> a long way into the into the base area. So here we have our first hint that the helicopter is really loud. But holy shit! Look at that sky,
3: like that is just gorgeous.
2: So it's airbuster or earbuster, which is actually what it's supposed to say. Although the uh, the oh, and here we have our porn. The,
4: son, they sh- they the sun's a the little shot, higher. <laughs> they tried this
0: shi- uh, the shot again in the movie Firebirds, starring Nicholas Cage and oh, Firebirds. Tommy Lee Jones, God. right? Just definitely did the. They direct. basically did that show as the poster for Firebirds, if I remember correctly. So yeah. it, the boy, very, I wanted to see that movie so bad, and boy, did so I regret terrible. it. So, terrible.
3: so Jason, I read somewhere that they had all this shit that they'd added onto this French Gazelle, actually made it really hard to fly.
2: Made it really could only do about ninety knots, but it has the most distinctive sound of any helicopter. It has that turbine howl from that big ATAR engine and the blade slap the rotor blade slap is this really really kind of rapid fire thrumming which is different than any other it sounds wildly different from the jet ranger so here we see all the stuff they bolted on up front including the aggressively impractical 20 millimeter cannon you would actually probably have a much smaller (laughs) minigun on it and now note that the sensor above the gun is bouncing
3: yeah yeah, <laughs>
2: there you go. Because my mom put it together has that <laughs> IKEA feel. That does not negate the fact that the helicopter is a sensational piece of production design. It's oh, gorgeous it's and lethal, and it reminds me of uh, those of you who are old enough of the Micronauts toy called the Hornetroid. About how how insectoid it looks, but there it is doing that rotor slap and that howling. It's just great. So
3: the windshield with those hard single plates—was mm-hmm. that taken off of a different kind of helicopter, or was that just made they for this? Kind of,
2: they kind of vibed with the Apache a little bit um, because the Gazelle is very round; it's a bubble, and so they changed it completely to make it much more sinister. Those huge intakes on the side and the big camera pods, and of course the front turret. Everything from the like on the tail boom and stuff is is as it should be, but. Now here we have arguably the most dangerous demonstration of all time. Why are they not to the side? Why are they in the line of fire? <laughs> that that they should be probably, I don't know, a thousand feet away, <laughs> aiming and to towards decide. the side,
3: aiming towards the stands, <laughs> right?
2: And there we have Grundelius. We have our, our mm-hmm. hint that that something isn't really kosher. Although the the personality of the feds tells us that armed insurrection. So now we we have our first intimation that the helicopter is super sophisticated because she has her her integrated helmet sight, just like an Apache. But in 1982, this was really fancy and really different, and we're going to go to our Atari 2600 mode. Mm
3: Mm-hmm. So, John, we are about 30 minutes in, so it's not, I mean, we are just, this is the beginning of the second act. I Somehow in my mind, you oh no, you'd, yeah. you'd terrified me into thinking it was going to be like midpoint when this thing shows well, up.
0: Well, it's not the thing showing up as much as the story actually kicking in. Yeah. Um, but but the thing showing up, I still think they could have at least, I mean, I, I guess I don't mind it. I don't know. I guess it's okay. I'm just kind of thinking about the, earlier in the office scene, I was just feeling that. Yeah. You know? it, yeah. It's not so much... I could be very wrong.
3: But. No, I get it. And I, I, in my memory, after you had talked about it, when, I don't know, a month ago or whatever, I really had conflated it into being this really, or had exaggerated it into this really one hour or something before it shows up. But
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I, get, I, get I what you mean. had the
3: wrong impression
0: from watching it the last time, too. It's not not quite feeling the same this oh, time.
2: But. Oh, God. <laughs> God <laughs> the entire art class is just shot to shit. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: I have a helicopter question. Now, if... The rear rotor can be embedded inside of the rear, mm-hmm. what do you call it? It's like a housing. That's like actually a housing.
2: proprietary thing on the Gazelle called the Finestron.
0: So, so once that's invented, though, why don't all helicopters do that? Wouldn't uh, that p- protect against certain hazards? I mean, that's what went wrong with the Twilight Zone set was the explosions took out the rear rotor. And maybe it would have been protected a little bit had it had that. Now, like you said, if it's proprietary for this, maybe this is like the same time. Well, as that was Huey's, that of course.
2: Time. They were Vietnam Vietnam era, so they were I gotcha. designed in the 50s. But
0: but I'm saying I know that they couldn't have thought of that at that time. But since this, like, why, why don't they always do it? Because I feel like it's just safer.
2: Heading right toward the stands, still firing. Jesus God. <laughs> it's the worst possible place to put the grandstand for this. But um, it was a proprietary thing developed by Aerospatial. Aerospatial, the company that built the Gazelle, and they've they've done it with a, a few versions. The, the successor company now, Eurocopter, they do it, but they're the only ones.
3: How much does it really protect it, though?
2: Uh, that I don't know. Because, more, because it's more still, than o- not it's, still it's still open on both sides. Yeah, but it'd still be more than it not being there. It's yeah. I mean, yeah. much safer yeah. to be around. Yeah, you're right. I yeah. mean, remember, it was Boris Segal who walked into the tail rotor of a helicopter and was killed. Mm-hmm. So there we have who is uh, Boris Seagal? the director of uh, the uh, Help Me, Omega Man.
3: Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. 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 And that's World, how he died. He died
2: on the set of the World, War, uh, the Third World War, that thing with Rock cuts and David oh, Soul. I didn't know that. Yeah, he walked Jeez. into a tail rotor. Damn. So enter the villain, who is so obviously the villain, he might as well be twirling a mustache. First <laughs> of all, British equals sure. villain, sure. And that haircut equals villain. Gives Scheider a, a a chance to do his Brit impression, which is nice. I don't know about you guys, but turtleneck equals villain. Me? <laughs> oh, really? It well, also sure. equals Secret Asian in the
0: 60s. Yeah. Yeah, but it black, probably so more So we've likely. got the right. feds
2: on one side. We've got our good guys on the right. Oof.
0: Malcolm's looking good, though, in this. <laughs> he is, he's... And now, if I understand correctly, he... Malcolm McDowell does not fly.
2: He hates flying, and so and all of his shots in helicopters, he was terrified.
3: Yeah, because he had to go up. Yeah. yeah, he had to actually get into into, into some helicopters. But, it,
0: but he wasn't the first choice for this role, right? It was somebody else, and he had to, he kind of came in at the last minute, I think. It was Tor Johnson, yeah. I
2: think, who was <laughs> Tor, number
0: one. <laughs> that but they, makes they, sense, they, yeah. He
2: was more when he for him it was more <laughs> strapping on the helicopter than getting into it. Yes, throwing the helicopter.
3: I don't remember who it was though. I don't either.
2: So here we get to hang out and learn how amazing it is, and here we also get to see just how much they hate each other's guts. Do you think you can fly it?
3: Oh. You flew it, didn't you? It's not a bad comeback. Hands
2: it right back. Not
3: bad. Hands it right back. So uh, one of the things that's really, we know he's the bad guy, because not only does he have a catchphrase, but it has the word catch in it.
2: Oh, nice. And a tongue click.
3: Oh, Brian Brown. Oh, that's
2: right, Brian that's Brown. Right.
0: That's yep. right, <laughs> Mr. FX himself, the Aussie, himself.
3: the Aussie villain, Mr. He's, Cocktail. Mr. Oh FX. man, I think they made a better choice with Malcolm yeah. McDowell. Probably,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh know. he's an
2: alley like Brian bro. So Kenneth, this guy, Collie was too short.
3: This guy, Joe Santos, Joe Santos from the Sopranos, Rockford from Files, baby. Rockford right, Files. right, right. And wait, isn't he in? No, never mind. And. I swear he did a little stint locally in Los Angeles as the spokesperson for Numero Uno Pizza. Really? Okay. I think so. Unless it was for Godfathers for the chain, but I think he was Numero Uno. He's also got a small part in Twinkle Twinkle Killer Kane, right? He's part of the guys in that, I think. When
0: I think about Godfather's pizza commercials, I think about the ones we had in the eighties, and for some reason my brain can never quite divorce like I know it's not Do Jerry Gorbach. But the guy looks. But you're right. He looks like Jerry Orbach. Orbach. You're
3: totally right. No, this guy was Numero Uno in L.A. and Numero Uno Pizza was great. At least that's my memory of it from college.
0: All right, Joe Santos is he's is is he the angry you know chief in Last Boy Scout or something like that? Or he's like an angry who is he in Last Boy Scout?
3: I don't know. He plays one of those cliche roles.
2: Here we have a little screw up because in a normal helicopter that bolt would absolutely be reversed so if it got loose gravity would still hold it in oh. so the head of that bolt would still be at the top
3: holy cow look at that clouds over la that's that's rare uh,
2: and that dirty brown ranger they get to Maybe take not
3: so much anymore no I, yeah <laughs> and now right. we got blue skies now we got clouds i wonder if they were shooting oh. in winter they, what time of year they shot this film in
2: follow my lead and now we got blue skies yeah you're right well, I mean that's the, an That's an
3: Antonioni. It's an Antonioni so. thing. You see the bad guy's got the clouds behind him and the good guy's <laughs> got the blue sky.
0: So this is a pretty extreme attempted murder. It's it's <laughs> yeah. It's a little much. And a little they are, soon. Sitting in the again. back seat
2: of that Ranger yeah. getting flown around.
3: Yeah, cuz so obviously this is McDowell in a real helicopter. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, they right built. Here. They
2: had two flying blue thunders that they built, both of which were later used in the uh, terrible miniseries America.
3: Oh, with a K. Uh
2: huh. And also, a close-up of the uh, cockpit was used for the Russian helicopter in Firefox.
3: Did they use these for the TV series?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. They used plenty of footage from the movie, of course. Uh, but they also used the... For all nine episodes of the Dick Butkus Bubba Smith vehicle... Blint Dana thunders.
0: Carvey, too. Wait, yes. there's only
2: nine episodes of that show? Yeah.
0: Are you serious? Yeah. I remember it so well. <laughs> I really do. Clearly. I loved that show. It's and terrible. I, I think of it as terrible. like being a
2: three, four seasons. The terrible yeah. Sandy McPeak as the as the captain. Yeah, it's just awful. <laughs> just uh, just numb. I mean,
3: you got to love the fact that they're just doing all this stuff practically. They're just out flying well, this, out over L.A. So what... This
0: was shot in eighty mm-hmm. two. When is this in compare in relative to Twilight Zone? Twilight, Twilight Zone was jo- right? No, it no, was, it was, j- was shot in July of eighty two. That's when the accident happened. Hmm. So, is this before that? I bet it is. I, I bet it's in the. I bet this is winter. I bet it's like winter. Win- bet it's it's like, winter. Let's, yeah, let's
2: see if I can find that. He had a director doing a lot less coke and uh, <laughs> being a lot less pushy with his helicopter yeah, guys. I
3: was kidding. But just look at those. Look at that. Yeah, that's pretty gorgeous. I mean,
2: and they're being followed by probably one of their police helicopters that they use for camera ships. So there's a third jet Ranger up there following them. Up, uh, boom. There it goes. I don't know when it was shot. Exactly. We're stuck in second gear. Oh,
3: I mean, those shots are great too. They all just really, s- they sell it.
2: Yeah, yeah, the fact that each of them is up there with a, with the, an actual pilot, they don't, yeah, they, they do all right,
3: man. So for all of its kind of ludicrousness, it's constantly delivering the goods. Not unlike the car. <laughs> <laughs> Not unlike 1977's The Car,
2: which is a group <laughs> favorite around here.
3: So the stunt guys, the stunt pilots Look here at the smog, one, though. It's still smoggy L.A. Did you see that line of smog?
0: So some of these stunts feel – I mean, obviously, some of these are – obvious. this is well-controlled. But some of the ones we were seeing earlier were over residential areas. And I'm just, like, wondering, doing those spins and things, are those yeah. – I mean, is that safe at all? Because I feel like if you're – probably could handle it, but if something went wrong, you'd go right down in a neighborhood. Yeah. It seems like a little bit much for the – just to get that shot. But
2: Somewhere in the Watts area. Thanks for phoning it in there, Colonel. We appreciate it. And I love how furious the construction guys are. They just want them to fuck off of their construction site.
0: I thought they were trying to help. I thought they were desperate to help them. So I know. wonder if they did that Seems
3: crash like with it. a crane, and then they had like plastic rotors on the it chopper. Looked great. It did look great, it, but like, the rotors like,
2: were going at full tilt. Yeah. It wasn't some some BS thing. It looked great. That dude's had it. I <laughs> hope you broke your fucking neck. Yeah. And then they are run. Off Why the in the world site. would your
0: first thought not be? This is just an accident. These poor guys. I hope
2: they're okay. Why would anybody yell that at someone? That's insane. There you are, the Metropolitan Police.
3: And of course, it's the black guy. Just <laughs> saying. Just saying. Yeah. yeah, it's. Oh, now is that a Chevy Nova that he's driving? What is that car?
2: What was uh oh.
3: But well, that was the killer, right? Was the killer in the back, watching from the background? No, Grindelius. Grindelius was he there? I don't think so. Okay, that was just somebody else's. Oh, oh, show looking
2: good man.
3: He's got matching turtlenecks, doesn't he? That's his thing. Now he's in. Now he's in the khaki. I think
2: he wears them uh, throughout the entirety of the movie. Uh-oh. Uh oh. So he, he was fully aware <laughs> of how obnoxious his catchphrase is. Yeah, he knows it. Yeah, and that's why he does it. And he knows that Murphy is an expert pilot, and he... Uh, oh, is there significance <laughs> there? Yes, there is. Yes, there is. That traffic cone means Yeah, that
0: something. wasn't an... Like, they made sure and shot another, you know, angle of that thing rolling down, so I guess it wasn't just one of those hubcaps flying off the wheel kind of things.
2: <laughs> that was on purpose. Yeah. Hashtag Vega life. Okay, Hashtag so let's Vega
0: family. Just, let's just talk about this... Family is this family? Necessary? I mean, Is it necessary? I mean, does it really?
3: We got to make him sympathetic. Oh look, they have Disneyland like, sticker on he can't, their on their just be a on their review.
2: They do. She goes. She takes the kid
3: 1980. To they were at Disneyland. I don't know. I
0: just I'm just asking. I, I never really get. I never really feel this part of the movie.
3: Yeah.
0: Like these when they we go to the family. I'm always like feels obligatory instead of you know inevitable, but. We need to find out that she's an insane driver. Yeah, set that um, up.
2: Yeah, check Vega.
0: The kid's just laughing. The
2: kid's loving it. He's like, that kid, my mom that is batshit and I love it. That kid <laughs> is not
0: going to survive to be at an old age. If he's and she's the only adult on the
2: train, much. which I'm sure he loves. <laughs> Mommy, do I have to ride with you? Well, I got to get out of this so the boys can talk.
0: So the so Joe Santos just came to like this amusement park or whatever to
2: just have the secret meeting. Kind of sucks I had the, to pay full admission. It's the train
3: train <laughs> park. On the phone. It's the train park at Griffith Park. I right, think. Right. Right. Oh, not
0: at Burbank. I think it's at Griffith Park. What's the movie that has that?
3: Throw Mama from the
0: train. Black Belt. Oh, there it went. Is that it? Where they have the meeting on the little yeah, train? Yeah. 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 yeah.
3: yeah.
2: Oh, wait, um, Parallax View. Parallax
3: View, that's what I'm thinking Oh, yeah. well, both of them yeah. then. They do it in same Throw place? Mama from the Train, too. Yeah, same place.
2: Wow, the crowd falls respectfully silent for the funeral. I thing, know. It mean. was just a nostalgic
3: wow. TV news video, Proustian Rush.
2: Urban violence. Hashtag. There you go. Let's caption it. Just put it up there. Urban violence. Caption it. Urban (laughs) violence. This is what urban violence looks like to all of our listeners in Pasadena. (laughs) (laughs) Ketchup on your sandwich. Whatever it is, no. Who puts ketchup
3: on a sandwich?
2: God, it's like putting it on a hot dog. No. <laughs> Nobody puts ketchup on a hot dog. Yeah.
3: That's you know, what that's what Harry Callahan right. says. I'd say
0: 90% of people put ketchup on their hot dogs. Eh, I don't. No. But Joanne well, good, does my good, wife good, does.
2: Good for you guys. And yet the marriage is no, strong. It's
3: yeah. It's it is. It's amazing, you know. Well, I would
0: hope marriage would withstand someone having their own yeah. taste in food. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> good lord.
3: Uh, put whatever you want uh, on a hot dog, folks.
2: Having fun. I think Frank's hiding from me is what she thinks.
3: And she's such a good actress, you don't even have to show a point of view shot to know that he's not there in the bathroom. You can just tell by watching her performance. She's
2: going to sell it. Oh, oh, and there's the pout. And there's the full name. I
3: couldn't figure out whether she's saying that he's black Irish or whether his heart is, is black. black. I, I've always been confused by oh, that. If his heart were black, black, we'd probably
2: Irish? see it more involved more in urban violence, obviously, according to this movie. Ah. I just got the plant hair. Macrame. It macrame. It's good.
3: a little 70s tip of the hat. Oh, He it drifted off while I was making his wheels. ketchup sandwich. Plant hop wheels.
2: Uh-oh. He's
0: imagining back <laughs> He's when he had hot oh, wheels. Back to firefly. You could really easily do a William Holden with the...
3: Oh, right. Bang like right into his there, head. Be careful do a william hold isn't i mean i Sorry. swear isn't Sorry it the same the shot thing. in firefox isn't it just the might same be. kind of i, I swear mean, it might be no in firefox
2: he's remembering the little girl getting napalmed that's what he's remembering from his tiger cage there it is over <laughs> but, the over but, the high deserts of Vietnam.
3: but it's in but it's shot in california <laughs> too right <laughs> yeah, same thing
2: yeah. like, it's just so pathetic that that's what they think ha- so is it's like jungle so, so she watching
0: Did she? Did she somehow watch the flight? Yeah, the way that she saw together, the flight. That shot of her. Yeah, it's like, "Wow, he fell like that." He just, oh. asked, he just like mentally projected
2: that dream. Oh, into and it. this is back when they used the term "computer bank" to refer to like something mysterious and powerful. Well,
0: it's because there were multiple different, <laughs> right? Like you computer needed banks.
2: processor, multiple processors or whatever. My this
0: dad is. used to sell those jukeboxes, and they would just be like these storage things they called a jukebox because it was stacks of stuff and all of that is on my you know everything he sold is on my you know my phone is more powerful than yeah (laughs) all of it's crazy
2: so here we have a feature that is supposedly amazing and precise but in fact the turret is mostly static in 95 percent of shots in the movie it doesn't move well, does it does they it just break, break
0: p- later or something? And they can't. It, it move gets it?
2: shot up, but but like when he was doing all of his strafing runs and stuff in the demo that we saw at Pinkville, um, where the entire crowd was at risk, um, for the most part. It's basically jetting steam out of an inert. <laughs> wouldn't
3: turret. it logically be better to follow your eye movements rather than your entire head? Whoop. So, because if, if you went to sh- scratch or something and turned your head, you'd
0: fire it. Off. I, wouldn't it be better if it if you thought in Russian and uh, right. you did it? Yeah. And here we have we show the yeah. helicopter's yeah.
2: sophistication by using the advanced storage medium of three three quarter inch, inch video. video. Tape. Yeah, oh, this yeah man. Look like at yeah. the little glowing <laughs> lights on the left. Beep, boop, boop, Peep, beep, beep. Boop.
0: Yeah, make sure there's something blinking on there. Get that three-quarter like inch in there. Games, right? Just make sure there's some blinkies on it. But they if don't it sell takes this an entire
3: It holds an entire three hours of footage. Right.
2: Right? <laughs> right. So if you guys want to get like slow-mo of like what you're shooting or whatnot, you can do it on here. But I'm telling you, it won't be precise, buddy. I was on the forestal. Oh, man. Uh-oh. Just blew your gizzard away. And, of course, turns out that Cochran... Is a tattletale. Of course he is. He's the worst kind of everything. He's just terrible. He's just terrible.
3: Have you ever seen that movie with Warren Oates called uh, Cockfighter? No. Oh, have. I have. Yeah, it's great. And here's it? where
2: we find yep. out that the helicopter's entire is five million dollars. That's it. <laughs> five million. That's it. They got yeah, five million
0: know, bucks invested. I know, five million dollars in invested. That's, right. that's some real like, like Dr. Evil level. How much was,
3: how much <laughs> <Like> was <laughs> low What was five million dollars in 1983 right, I mean, worth? Could, that's, I don't know.
2: That's almost a Steve It's still Austin. too cheap, I think. Yeah, that's right? That's almost one Steve Austin. I feel like six, in the 60s, <laughs> that's, yeah, it's not even all Steve Austin. Uh
0: I feel like even in the 60s, it would be more than $5 million. I don't know how much, yeah. would
2: it, how much more would it have been if they'd gone for something more advanced than three-quarter-inch video? <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe true. Maybe that's true. where they, the real cost-cutting was in the, like. Operation Penny Pinch. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we're using mostly off-the-shelf components. The again? What shelf? Radio Shack. <laughs> so here we have their awesome... Te- their nighttime test flight, which is really pretty. It's It's over the city at night, and it's really cool. We get to see all the fun features... And here we get to see this weird fuse thing he takes out. So does because, it
3: also have running lights on it when it flies? Because yeah, it's so dark. You'll see
2: it has big external lights. You would lights have to really
3: yeah. make it stand out from Yeah,
2: the- normally you just a helicopter would have like anti-collision lights and stuff. But instead, we're going to get big external lights on the on the boom and on the fuselage. Oh, man, we're so excited we can watch HBO with our computer microwave interchange. Now that dude who runs the tower, he's also in war games. He's one of Badham's guys, and he's the guy who says things like "confidence is high" in war games. Here, mm. he really gets the flight, the the air traffic controller thing. He he gets it down because you know it's about speaking really quickly when you're in an ATC, and he nails it. So yeah, whoever I... he, there's your external lights on Blue Thunder kicking on, so we can see it. And we got Daniel Stern going up with one of our stunt pilots flying it.
3: But Adam was really nice about hiring um, the same people over and over again in, like, secondary roles on his movies. Yeah, like your buddy, right? Yeah. Who's in here? We'll find him. He's in one of the helicopters somewhere.
2: Oh, is he, like, one of the SWAT guys or something? Yeah. Who who decides to try and shoot it down? Well, we get a few um, re- uh, print reverses. So Blue Thunder's O2 will occasionally become five O 0 as they reverse the, the print. Nose heavier than the Ayatollah. There's something contemporary for him. Wow. But here's where we get our first taste of the oomph that Blue Thunder has with turbine boost. And it can go louder and faster and turn. So that's impressive. So here he does. He just yanks it through all sorts of turns over Los Angeles. And Daniel Stern is certainly impressed. It's an e-ticket ride as far as he's concerned. And what's he going to do? What's he's going to find the biggest boobs he can. <laughs> <laughs> which, is, which Listening is, for boobs at the moment. Like, right, which tells us again that he's a teenager. He yes. not only looks like one, he flies... I mean, he, he's already a voyeur watching this naked woman stretch. So now we have a potential John meeting his potential sex worker, and they're disguising it as sushi. Oh, boy. And here we have a little screw up because the zoom is stabilized when, in fact, they're still circling. But we're going to overlook that. Hot chihuahua, hot chihuahua indeed. I, I Except they're circling, but the zoom is not moving. It's not circling, so it's so it's like a steady cam kind of situation, and maybe. It's, I don't think so. I don't it think it the helicopters
0: are the explanation I can think of. And, now they should cut back to the... Like, there's just no
2: stopping those... Uh, that it's time.
3: amazing, isn't it? Just this movie, I guess that's what audiences wanted? I don't know.
2: They wanted a, what, a horniness?
3: Yeah, right? Uh, it's the 80s, right? It's the Freepially era of Porky's. Ringing. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's the era of
0: Porky's. Yeah, Porky's was a real oh, bad... Oh, and Whisper Mode. on a bad road.
2: Whisper Mode is very sci-fi. You can't actually mm-hmm. do it because the helicopter blades are breaking the sound barrier as they turn. So you can't really do that. However, it's a great gimmick. It's
3: really cool. So see on the see on the helmet, right? Mm -hmm. Doesn't that
2: watch when he zooms in here? I think you'll watch his helmet. Watch, um, you'll see the monitor with um, Daniel Stern's face in it right here. Yeah, look at that.
0: But I just saw the city reflecting off the helmet too, in a way that was definitely not natural. Like right there.
3: Right. That's why I'm wondering. I think it's that's what. That's projection. Yeah, like yeah. And I think it's front projection. And but I could we, be wrong. But do I we, think
0: that they, you can kind of sell it as maybe we're shooting through the glass.
3: Right, that's the, what I think the so trick, trick, yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. justification, I think.
2: Yeah. And do we really think that Frank Murphy would know the license plate of a highway patrol car? He's cycle? a creeper.
3: He's a creeper. He knows a lot well, about it. That's some what, pretty
2: bad stuff right there. <laughs> that's some pretty 70s, seven,
0: 60s level projection. You see that? How they were just like, the background was just shaking all over the place. Yeah. It's not, not good looking there.
2: How the hell does a computer know that the wife is staying at home? Well. And now we're going to go even deeper into voyeur territory and listening to two people do it.
0: Now, I just want to bring this up again.
2: Here we are. Now we are at
0: the midpoint. Yeah. And we just kind of scratched at the story. Right but we're still table setting we're still learning about the helicopter at this point in the movie it feels like this should have already happened just yeah. saying yeah. That those yeah. two
2: guys are assholes broadcasting the sounds of sex well, above I've, the owner's house yeah it's, it's all kinds of yeah. There's
3: a lot of superhero movies, right, where at the midpoint he finally gets his suit or whatever and he goes out and does his superhero stuff yeah, and it still yeah. isn't connected with the plot per se, right? Yeah, and I never really liked those movies that way. No, <laughs> I don't either. I'm just yeah. I'm just I'm just trying to point to where maybe it the comes origin from. Origin story structure kind of. That's yeah. what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. And yeah. it's boring.
2: It's worked a couple of times, but Batman begins, I guess. So now we realize that the helicopter is super awesome but also we're about to learn that it's super sinister so we have our 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 amiable nerd helping out the old vet the amiable nerd says look at this tech isn't it cool and this is how you set the clock on the vcr kind of yeah that's the relationship they have here kind of right and i like that frank is like the only frank murphy in the whole database except <laughs> and look what they're not too inventive with his street name he lives on los angeles street in los angeles california no oh, wonder his files are at the corner
0: of los angeles and california Streets. <laughs> right <laughs>
2: But now we also, our music cue tells us something's wrong. Oh, no, turtleneck. Okay, that's Wow, nice. and a tie.
0: Yeah. But but a leather sports coat.
2: Cochrane after Villainous. dark, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. And we have our, our dork in his bow tie. You're sort of anti-Pee Wee Herman. Man, that's weird.
3: Yeah, that was... That must have been strange to see this thing flying overhead.
0: Okay, so, Mitch, let's just say, like, let's do a little screenwriting 101. Okay. That entire <laughs> sequence where they're in the
2: helicopter,
0: uh-huh. nothing happened, right? Oh, the airspeed shut off. Except off, they showed
2: us showed some Showed off some stuff. hardware, yeah. Like look at that airspeed w- on the right, 625 miles an hour. <laughs> that can't be right. <laughs> nope. <I don't laughs> that think that's can't right. be right. Oh, <laughs> man. And I like the camera automatically just tracks on the Corvette. I have it set to that, says Lyman Good. And look at him tearing ass out, under crank.
0: undercranked there.
2: <laughs> oh, the very nervous Mr. Iceland. And if I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave in style because I'm going to hit turbine boost as I get the hell out of here. There you go. Oh, he's going to want some butts. What?
0: I want some butts. What
2: the? No, that's great. I love the shot of how lit up it is ascending into the sky. That's great. Oh, we get our third F-bomb of the movie. There you go. Enjoying that hard R? Gnarly, says Lime Good. Oh, man, he's a valley kid. Uh Uh-oh. Federal Data Bank. I don't think it gets any higher than that. I don't think The Global it's... Data Bank maybe? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Earth data bank, sure. The Galactic
0: Data Bank. This movie just took a huge turn.
3: All of this information. has been involved
0: in a lot of incidents.
3: Yeah, a
2: lot. Soul Survivor in two. <laughs> Wait a second. Thor,
0: <laughs> I saw that written on a piece of
2: paper I randomly picked up. So, here's how we had to make make Frank Murphy our hero, because you can't just hand him a helicopter and turn him loose against the against criminals. Right. So, in our post-Watergate era, but kind of pre-Reagan era, we make the feds the bad guys. I love how they just
0: have all this written down. You know, it's like, <laughs> I
2: don't know. It just doesn't seem like
0: that stuff would just be so succinct, succinctly and here, written. And here's the a, best
2: succinctly. part. We asked for the password afterward. After we give him all the information. <laughs>
0: oh, since you know all that stuff now, uh, can you just make sure that we know that you're cool knowing that stuff?
2: We could have we could have played that. They were simpler bit times back. then. And there's no consequence, right? Like that doesn't come out to bite him. He just clearly just keeps doing stuff on his computer. That's it. So <laughs> you had the information. Can you let us know that you had clearance? No. Okay. And there he is. Bat he's completely ignoring it. It just—it's so funny. There's just no payoff for that particular bit of what should be suspense, but here we are at the federal building. Wait, he's going to the federal building? Yeah, I guess the, oh, whisper mode. That would be pretty awesome to see that thing outside your your office building, though. That would be pretty They're cool should, to look at. They
0: should have pulled up to two different, so there's two windows, and in one window <laughs> is Cochran, and in the other window is a naked woman doing yoga, and they just can't, they can't, uh, decide. They can't decide which one to look at. I yeah. think he's doing something incriminating, but look at her.
2: Oh, boy.
3: <laughs> Dr. Haycock. Yeah, these names, Iceland, Haycock. Okay.
2: And Warren Oates, he seems like he has a plug of dip under his lower lip. What <laughs> do you check yours with, a dipstick? Uh-oh. He's
0: just
3: dreaming of his Winnebago.
0: So this was the last Warren Oates performance, right? It was, yep. Yeah. I actually have never looked into what happened. Did he just have a heart
3: attack? He had a heart attack, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Still pretty young.
3: Yep. Makes me hard, sad. A little hard living, though, I think. Definitely hard Maybe living. a few. Uh, Had a few drinks, versus... did a lot of drugs, oh. drove, drove a lot of RVs. <laughs> I hope he's up there in heaven just driving his RV in eternity. Uh,
2: he finally beat the devil. Yep. So magically it locks onto the conversation being.
3: Just the one we need to hear. Right, the sinister yeah.
2: conversation being held. Is A it little, the only <laughs> the only thing happening in the? They're building? just right
3: outside their window. It's like this whisper mode must be awesome. It <laughs> is.
2: It's incredible. <laughs> Using that Westworld technology that was pioneered in Westworld for uh Grandellius Ah uh, here is our boy drinks. towering over. They should the cut Europe. back no when, after him. he walked
0: in. They should cut back and he's just blue. He's like just the, the cold-bloodedest guy. <laughs>
2: So they basically reveal the entirety of their of their plans. Yes, it's really lucky.
0: It's really lucky that they decide to s- synopsize the entire situation. This will be
2: fine as long as no one captures it on three quarter inch video.
0: All right, let me get this straight.
2: <laughs> We're all trying to do the- drop the hammer on him, and I like that. It's. I think I should take him out, but you already tried. You already unscrewed the thing in the helicopter. You already
0: told us about that thing. You did. like that right. seems like
2: something you might not even tell these guys
0: about, right? Just deal with it on my own. I have my reasons, but apparently
2: he cleared it with them. Or and this is absolutely for me my favorite moment of the movie. It's just so great.
3: Really? Yeah, this, this I love right that
2: here? there. I like how it's reflected. I like the zoom down there, and I love his face as the as the mug falls from his lips. I think it's great like holy shit that's and look at that yeah. come on outside yeah, your window it's fantastic that's great that's just so cool and he turbo boosts away from there again and now he can head back into the sunset i guess right <laughs> headed west
3: Yes, yeah, headed west
2: and I like how only the rotors are only partially lit, just the middle section of the rotors by their lights. It's cool. It's so cool. I still don't know who designed it, though. You know, like you know, Joe Johnston was did X wings and stuff, but I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know who designed Blue Thunder. But whoever they are, give them credit. It's just incredibly cool. I'm gonna get that three quarter inch video. Oh boy.
3: Yeah, I can Im- can you imagine all the great Warren Oates performances we would have gotten if he hadn't died.
2: You yeah, know, like yeah. I just
3: like because he was he was moving into this point in his career where he was taking like Sergeant Holka is hilarious. Yeah, the old grouch phase. Yeah, he would have been really funny. and a little
2: caveman talk. There you go. Oh boy. Yep, pretty cavalier with our pencil usage. <laughs> And there with the helicopter lighter. What? Yeah, he's got a oh lighter. Oh my gosh, you're down. right.
3: It's a lighter that's a helicopter. <laughs>
2: here's what here's what I don't get. So Murphy just has un. he's just uncovered this entire plot. And it's a colossal plot. It's huge. And instead of saying, you know what, you and I need to go somewhere away from this guy and talk, or he needs to leave because or, or hey, Mr. Iceland, I don't care that you're here. I've got your whole plot on tape. Instead, he beats feet and beats his hasty retreat, when in fact, he's completely safe and he's with his captain and he should have dumped it all out then and there.
3: Well, look at the focus on the top of that because of that Panavision lens. It's just distorted on the top. All right, so Blue Thunder was
0: apparently designed by a guy named Mickey Michaels, who was also...
2: I'm guessing with that name, a solid gold dancer.
0: He was also a set designer for... The hunt for Red October. Oh Flight yes. of oh, the man. Intruder. Okay. Okay. Star Trek Six. So he's a he's a tech dude. Clear and present danger, crimson tide. He's yes. a
2: tech dude. Man, that dude Niddy was doing. And then we have our massive music cue here, our sinister, terrifying music cue. And then we got Bluto the mechanic. With his sleeves rolled up, probably a roll of cigarettes rolled up in one of his sleeves.
3: I'd hope.
2: There you go, that tall, numb nuts cop. <laughs> Everybody calls me Pluto. Right here, I'm known as the Big Ragu. Uh oh. Oh man, send Grandelius to do a a man's job or a monster's job. I don't know. Interesting that he would have had time to drive to Riverside and Victory to hide it at the drive-in. <laughs> and, and where then, does he live and, now? Right.
3: They say he's on, is this the one that's on Linden? No, that no. was Diana McNeely. Right.
2: And why, why did they leave in the fridge open? What oh There it went. Yeah. So six foot four and one punched right to the ground. That's it. Professional thugs overmatching our observer. With zip cuffs, well, he even. comes from a
3: very liberal family. <laughs> Mother was a social worker, I think. Right. Well, I think so. Dad, dad managed a PBS uh, his station. His dad, no, his dad did something else that was really, a very Stern? liberal. Stern? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was
2: talking about Alex P. Keaton, but either way. <laughs> <laughs> that great lighting, man. He looks terrifying. He looks like a monster the way he's lit. <laughs> And a gratuitous finger break. Ooh. Take me back to the wonder years, God.
3: Yeah, well, even without the F-bombs and the yoga, it would probably still got an R It's nasty. It's a pretty tough, yeah, yeah it's pretty nasty. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But you couldn't really cut all the F-bombs anyway because of the, na- the name, you know, the super clever name that uh, Daniel Stern has. You'd have to reveal that at some point. Oh,
3: right. Well, um, on television they said frustrated observer. observer.
0: Oh, I'm pretty sure I heard freaking when I
2: saw it. It's freaking observer on on this, and Carvey is frustrated observer. But Uh, I don't get why you couldn't do freaking in the the TV show, too. Maybe it's too
3: close at the time to what everybody knew it was.
2: They could have gotten away with fruiting, Uh, maybe? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Fruiting observer. Oh, you just got sterned. Look at that fog! Whoa! Look at that smoke and that yeah, light. The fog man, rolls in man. just in time. I don't know what That's they were ruddy. thinking, quite with the fog, but <laughs> it's pretty weird. But okay.
3: Oh, she- somebody's testing their fog machine around oh, the corner. Clearly, yeah. like his, his friendies works special effects. Look at
0: that. Now we're getting a little Christine scene here.
3: Well, you get those beautiful Panavision lens flares. Boom.
2: Not the most adept of thugs. Oh, God. Why didn't you run into the 7 Eleven? Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't you run into the 7 Eleven? Oh, no that
0: is quite a coincidental collision. <laughs> There's not really much of a chance of that happening. Oh.
2: Brutal.
3: Yeah, that is really brutal.
2: Brutal. Hands come it's on. It's
3: kind of genius because he drives over the bike too and the bike really sells the yeah, you know, mm-hmm. the crunch of everything and so you don't notice that it's a dummy.
0: Let We're just know. all shocked into silence. Let me know by if the condition Let's changes. Just, he's dead. So was she at the Seven oh, Eleven? She,
2: was, she was the bike rider.
0: She was the bike rider. Yeah,
2: yeah. the blonde oh, in the jean guy jacket guy. For some, no. a blonde woman in a jean jacket.
3: And look at his timing. He arrives just at the moment just they zip at him a in. Point. Yep. Oh, man, he's so good.
2: And in a transparent body bag. Who's ever seen that? <laughs> I don't know what it that like, is. It's like a dry cleaning bag. <laughs>
3: I think it might have been. Uh-oh. Now no, it's personal. And, and
2: what's funny is he was yanking on a column shifter right there, right? But the TA has a has a shifter down low, so it was like a weird movement. Oh, wow. Yeah.
3: Okay. There's Tom Lawrence right there. There he is on the right.
0: Okay, so they're saying... Sorry, I'm, I just got lost in the line. I know. Want, I recommend my friend. They, they want...
2: Scheider here now for in connection with the death of Jaffo? Well, because he's his observer, and I guess I think the feds are putting him on to it, were, right?
0: But there were witnesses that saw the car that wasn't his car, but they're talking about his car?
2: But I think the feds are saying, come get like the, oh the, the the feds are trying to get a hold of him. In
0: connection with,
2: right. not necessarily as the... Oh, because you, the feds have, you know, they probably want to... He's a loose end,
3: right? It doesn't have to be a good frame. Just a frame. Just enough. Yeah, if, you're, if you're the all power, powerful feds, feds, you just have to kind of look like, at bright lights on the cop car. Yeah. yeah, bright but, lights know. on
2: the cop car. Every car has their brights on. It's so weird.
3: That's because it looks better I guess it just, on film. Yeah, I guess it does. Why do they have so many cars that are missing rear view mirrors? Yeah. Like yeah, that one like right like there. That one there. Yeah,
2: <laughs> you're right. Yeah. Look at that TA. Look at that shiny, shiny dash.
3: That's impressive.
2: That heliport is very impressive. Yeah, it's very nice. Uh, they've already got Cochrane's attack helicopter there, though. That was pretty funny. It's already there. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. The Hughes 500 back there by that Huey. There's Bluto. I'm going on break. I think I'm gonna go fight someone. And they got their teeny tiny fire truck there. So That's this from is sort of emergency. Look at all <laughs> the
3: like. This is all lit with practicals. Cause see how green it was.
2: Back in the turtleneck.
3: And now, it's, oh, now
0: he's drinking tea.
3: Are you kidding me? Well, he's English, John. God, he's a villain, but he's no, also going to sh- but he's
2: also going to shit on the tea, but to right. show Tracy disrespect because right. it's an American tea, right? It's Lipton's crap. Yeah. bloody colonials. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so is this after Caligula or before? This is after, right? Yeah, he's just recovering from it.
2: <laughs> that helicopter looks like. It belongs next to a Jet Ranger, like an X-wing fighter belongs next to a Cessna. That thing is just crazy looking compared to the other ones. And they built all this practical stuff for the cockpit. Oh wow! Like if you look at the at the at photos of the helicopter that they the flying one, they the cockpit is not like not this stuff, but all the monitors and the and the instrument panel is the same. And I love that he knew just where to find that. Well,
3: it was nice that they committed. Oh, you right? bet they did. You know, it's kind of cool. Did. I feel like there's a lot of movies these days that are kind of half assed, you know?
2: A little bit. A little they kinda of phone it in. A little bit. I like this. If we did if we didn't have the 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 audio track here, it would look like Shadow was just lost in like hazy memories. Just sitting <laughs> there looking at nothing. A voice module, they call it instead of a microphone. Uh, now he's remembering oh, the day look, he played baseball gonna, as a kid. He's see? tearing up. Yeah,
3: he's tearing up. He got a little, little.
2: Hopefully Pluto doesn't fuck things up. Oh, God oh he's ruined the moment. And Scheider says, "You know what, Pluto? Hey, you're the not the gonna, go. you're not gonna ruin this. I'm gonna shoot you through this bulletproof glass." <laughs> now, he's gonna. He he, may, he commits. He knows that he, he he's gonna steal the helicopter. But how in the hell? Are you actually going to fly it out of that garage yeah. right next to? And how are you, you? know? it's I guess, you know, it's fueled up. Right, I guess. But, you know, like the rotor span right next to the jet ranger next to him in the hangar. No yeah. fucking way. No.
3: And we don't see him. We don't we don't see him fly out of the garage, do we? No, no. absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Absolutely not. <laughs> He's just out. Yeah. He's out. Yeah. <laughs> We
0: cut back to the garage and it's a completely—it's just a completely <laughs> annihilated. <laughs> like right, shot to
2: shit, and it's on fire. It's. Just Cochran's a good shot, and yet he knows how futile it is. What's amazing is that the the thing takes off with a full load of
3: cannon ammunition. What's amazing are those white socks that Cochrane's wearing. Well, yeah, yeah, sport socks.
2: Why would it have a full load of ammo flying over L.A. for testing? There's no possible reason.
3: Shit. Crowd control.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Just in case. You never Look know at the smog. Look at the smog. Yeah, it's pretty gross.
3: Now they don't. You wouldn't see that anymore. But that's the old beautiful L.A. smog.
2: Now that's. I think he's flying over the Arco Towers right there. I'm going to assume that this. I don't know
0: L.A. very well, and but the I'm going to assume planet. this becomes a geographical mess. This you, whole like
3: chase sequence yeah. is probably all over um, the damn place. No, I think it's all downtown. Really? Yeah. Where I they're going in and out of the buildings and everything? I think that's I all could, downtown. Well, there's other there's other shots. We'll, we'll just see. Yeah, okay. Like, well, there's uh, the, so that's the Bonaventure. There's the Arco Tower. Bonaventure right right below. Arco Tower on the left. Yeah.
0: So you know the, the building that's the most distinctive one downtown in L.A. now, that cylindrical kind of building? Uh-huh. That's oh, not that's, there yet.
2: That wasn't no, there. No, the U.S. Uh-huh. Bank Tower. Not what, there. what
0: what year do we think that is? I was, well, it gets blown up in
2: Independence Day, but it yeah, was pretty so new in Independence Day. Yeah. So, so early 90s? Yeah.
3: Yeah, I feel silly. I can't think of that tall building because the one that's being built, because for a long time that was the tallest building in L.A., and everybody knew the name of it, but I cannot remember what it was called. I
2: like that she's just like, you know what? This is a crazy thing you want me to do. I'm going to go to that dumpster for you. I'm going to dig out this package and run into a TV station because I trust you that much. Mm-hmm. We're back together now.
3: Plus, I've always wanted to meet well, Mario Machado. Also,
0: <laughs> she's, com- she's clearly like crazy in a car so she just anyone anything to you know any excuse to that crazy in a vehicle endanger a child she probably should take the kid along you know just to endanger him further
3: <laughs> cochran's manhandling police officers, <laughs> hurling,
2: he? hurling her to the side nih nee, nee, nee. the terrible horn of the chevy vega horn utterly lacking in authority utterly especially after having just watched the car just at theaters gone I it's
3: gone yeah there's a uh, there's a um pavilions there now
2: it's like hey dude where were you when i, I was, was honking? just coming. right where were you when i was leaning on my horn
3: Just take a moment and realize how wonderful drive ins are.
2: That's a big one, too. That's a pretty big one. That's a big one. Oh, she left her, her action sweater behind, thankfully. <laughs> thankfully. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It's a Chevy Vega by the trash. Me? I, I work here. No, oh, you're not helping, Frank. You're not helping. They're right next to the Huey. There you go. Oh, hut hut hut
3: hut 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 hut. <laughs> oh, look at the quaint SWAT guy, right with the, just no body armor, no body armor, just a just one bulletproof vest, just a Robert Urich style, just yeah, a coverall
2: and an M sixteen. That's that's what and you those get were, back then. That's for better times <laughs> before the Department of Defense sold them everything. That's yeah. right. You're... Oh boy. Yeah, I do love looking at ladies says Frank Murphy <laughs> I do love it if there's one thing consistent throughout the movie is I love looking at ladies <laughs> L.A.L.
0: Whoa how'd that Pepsi
2: there, Yeah, a Pepsi plug Ralph's yeah, too they there it is
0: Columbia picture I there I it Coca-Cola.
3: is it was before the Coca-Cola purchase right yeah but there was
0: so much Coca-Cola earlier in the movie I just assumed that there was already established uh...
2: here's the Metropolitan Police getting dusted
3: But they would often do multiple. They do competing products in movies. Yeah, yeah. Bad guys drink this beer and good guys drink the other brand. I
2: can't see nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Oof. Nothing rougher on a Chevy Vega than what she's doing. Oof. Go Candy. Man. Got
3: a little air on that one.
2: She's doing her driving. Well, it's a low-speed chase. This is just
3: good, solid American entertainment right here, folks.
2: <laughs> sure is. Let's get her doing her own driving. Go, Candy. Boom, oh,
3: through, through the a fence. fence All-American automobiles. Did we go a little slow-mo there, or did she just? No, it that just looked. I, I noticed that when I was watching it yesterday, too.
2: Uh they're numb Oh, says. she's just something else. Those one. guys are nuts. So we send our guys up couple of m16s in each each jet ranger to take down a 20 millimeter cannon in a flying tank good luck we're all pulling for you (laughs) holy hell special one They, they they don't work work real hard on the code names
3: yeah, this is not a really good plan. You know, <laughs> we're just going as to ask him. Go. And then we're going to shoot him with our little guns. <laughs> right. like, we got what? two choppers full of SWAT guys. Hey, two okay. of these guys
2: are carrying 357 Magnum, so obviously we're serious. <laughs> oh, and now he's got an M60. Look at that. Instead of the, he's got a belt fed M60, which no SWAT team ever had. But that's okay. <laughs> not even now. No, well, who knows with what they have now. But look at that. Yeah, knock him down.
3: <laughs> he just sits there. Why not just pull straight Now up here you and actually see the other. turret.
2: They built a turret that actually turns. There you go. Uh-huh. And boom. I just put 300 rounds through your spotlight and every building behind it. But we're going to ignore <laughs> that well, fact. It's good
3: that you mentioned that because that does bring us to the to well, this this issue of when oh, here we're over Park LaBrea. The um they blow up the building. Right, the Arco Tower. Yeah, yeah, and it's a Sidewinder missile. And when we and they do they have the line where they say it's um, I know we've Yeah, kind of one, of the, this one of the guys says
2: we lost an F sixteen on the top of the Arco Tower, and that's when the mayor Jason Bernard says call it off.
3: But so then the version when I saw it in previews, they had added some line of um, it's a good thing nobody was in there yet. It's right, just it hasn't it. opened up. Yeah. It hasn't opened up yet. And then there was another. Uh, they blew something else up. Uh, in downtown in the preview version that I saw. Oh, the barbecue shack. And that was taken out as well. Was it a barbecue? shack? Yeah,
2: that's because they, they use real chickens, not rubber chickens. When the barbecue shack, this is sensational, by the way. No, they're but probably that's doing in the, about sixty miles an hour. But it it's looks amazing. amazing,
3: yeah, down the LA River. But the barbecue shack is still in the movie, right? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no. So no, Tokyo. they. It, when I saw it, they blew up another skyscraper. Maybe they blew oh, wow. up that building okay. that was under construction or something else. But anyway, they pulled it back. Either the special effects couldn't be fixed because it was still looking pretty dodgy when we saw it, um, or they were just starting to think that the. Human casualties that were being implied, right, was so Less extensive that, yeah. that they yeah. decided they and they were trying to mitigate it, obviously, with that line, which which isn't there anymore. About you know, right. nobody was in the Arco Tower. Right. Thank God it hadn't opened up yet. So
2: precise with the shooting, that's awesome, though. That's they are so low,
3: yeah, and fast,
2: God. yeah, just great flying. And that flying blue thunder for the stunt pilot could not have been easy. The thing was just unaerodynamic as hell. You know, it traded practicality for the looks. And while the looks border, border on pornographic, um, it didn't fly real well at all. So here's a little maneuver. And, yes, we're going to be very careful in showing both pilots and both SWAT guys climbing out right here. Yeah. 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 So that's so,
3: what they're doing. That's See,
2: yeah. we see them all four run away right there. Yeah. We made it. Murphy did it without killing anybody and down two helicopters, including shooting one down. But he did it so precisely, despite the fact that that 20-millimeter shell would have gone through that helicopter like tinfoil. Nope, everything's fine. She's, oh, God. Her original line was supposed to be, fucking pigs. She was supposed to (laughs) snarl that out, but implying that she had a bad relationship with law enforcement. But, in fact, they... Oh, look at her. And I love how how defeated she looks, knowing that in a Chevy Vega, she cannot escape the fury next to her. Right here, when the cop car pulls ahead, she's like, ah, shit. Uh, Oh, yeah.
0: There's a lot of bridges that look like that in LA. Yeah. James, I think but James James that really long, and I want to say that's the same one that he's driving over
3: and drive. Yeah, den mother. Uh, uh, y- you know, there's not that many bridges that look well, like you that. You see LA. the design that. The, but they use. I think these, there's some of them are much smaller. There's a, yeah, there's a short one over by Griffith Park, but it's. There're not many left anymore, so they kind of oh, okay. use the same ones over and over again. Say, in, yeah, in they, they might just like the look of them. Yeah, they're very unique. And we got the rising turbine
2: howl, and, and
0: oof.
3: Nothing beats
2: a helicopter just rising up into the show with
3: traffic going on behind it. Can you imagine how they have? I mean, and
2: then the weird offset shot here, which doesn't look good. It doesn't match. Sorry, who is that guy? We've seen him in a lot. That actor, that that cop. Yeah, he's been in a lot. Who is that guy? I gotta find. Uh, He was a villain in Columbo. He was the dentist, um, who who put the poison in the filling.
3: Look at that. That's some real comedy right there.
2: Wow. Well, it's funnier now because of the siren making a funny sound, and again, the the cannon roars, and two cops are left completely unharmed. Right, because he's super precise, and he's our hero. Now we've got oh, yeah, he's in hot pursuit, and now she's now <laughs> she's now she's not giving up. Look at that Vega tearing ass. Look at that <laughs> man. He is having to work to catch up to her. And a little misfire, and the cop turns out to be kind of a numbnuts on his bike, and thunk. <laughs> and so Mario Machado says, we're bringing you live coverage of the Keystone cops who make up our police force.
3: Who is that actor? That's Jason Bernard. Yeah. What else was he in? Lots. I know. I'm trying to place him for something.
2: Very <laughs> famous as Mark the- Hamill's boss and friend in the Wing Commander video game. The name of that Columbo, where he, that guy, so yeah. that cop,
0: his name's James Reed, is yeah. the name Uh with an A, uh, the name of the dentist killer episode is "Uneasy Lies the Crown." <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that's great. To point that <laughs> out. That's great. Oh, he's in. He's in Eight Men Out. That's what I know him from. That's the thing missiles. I really recognize him from.
2: Uh, Warren Brad. Warren Oates <laughs> sets him straight. We're not talking about it. Look, uh, look, look at the uh, the powder burns on it. That's great along the fuselage from where it was shot up. Nice continuity there.
3: Here we have have a crowd watching filming. Right. Mm -hmm.
2: And what we were supposed to see, by the way, in this scene, I believe, is she jumps into an alley and then ramps the car on its side.
0: Yes. Yes. But the whole she drives on two wheels. Right. For a this while, whole sequence, which caught, will
2: explain yeah. why she has a badly dented roof. Really? They arrived, were going to do the yeah.
3: diamonds are forever trick. Yeah. Oh my and god. And that's
2: when she arrives here at KBLA. You'll see that the roof is completely dented up. Yeah, right over her head and screwed up. Look at that car burning. I don't it's remember burning that. Port of oil yeah. every mile. I've, I don't
3: remember that in the preview. I think it was though in the yeah preview maybe it was
2: it. yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: Based on everybody laughing at it. And look at that. Yeah, it. see yeah. It's all yeah. up and vomiting oil. I need to go find a, a website that has more details about the preview and see what I can't remember <laughs> as I get old. It's just a big blur.
2: So she makes it. He pulls out a frame. Our, we go to our special defects. <laughs> yeah. Of our f 16s lifting off with no <laughs> landing gear, <laughs> which is fine. Uh, Grandelius on the phone. So it was,
3: yeah. So these special effects were pretty dodgy when i saw them and i think they just eliminated a lot of they
2: it. use model planes and model yeah. helicopters which f- sometimes look good but sometimes not but there
3: was some mats and matted model planes over backdrops and, you and can i see love that lines
2: everybody is panicked in this police station in the in the tv station because the helicopter's overhead and they think he's insane mm-hmm. which is great that so there's feels, a little bit
3: of that dan o'bannon
2: that feels a little bit real and here we have our pee peewee
3: <laughs> or eweep Pee Wee's very uh, weepy.
2: Uh, eweep his his, uh, his, his his very Fisher. opposite. Uh, Machado she doesn't even get it right. And he has to correct her. I'm his producer. Uh yep. I'm your friend, little lady. That's why I'm gonna I'm gonna handle you a little. But we're bit
0: We're about to get a one sauce, right? Or right. Yeah.
2: Hewitt's gonna save it while Grendelia says, and this dude says, "Erase them all, dummy. It's four <laughs> digits." Just uh, here we he Hey, who's up for look at that ham? hair? Nope. Chop steak. This
0: guy, I mean, he really is straight off a Love Boat episode kind of look to him, to me. Who? That hair! Yeah. Look at that hair and that, oh. Just... Wait till he turns into a werewolf.
2: <laughs> uh boy. Uh oh. And the security guard, quick thinking, doesn't wrestle him. Pistol whips him to the ground. Wham! <laughs> oh my god, he's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh
3: my gosh did you see behind him that was a picture of amy Irving and 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 uh, Richard Dreyfus from the competition their publicity if, photos yeah. On the wall? yeah oh yeah so the mat lines are a little tricky there aren't they
0: yeah so again, we're a year out of Firefox right um using fairly
2: similar nice looking. shot over fl- over flight Wow look at that circling and flying over So yeah. Zoom. yeah
0: yeah not good.
2: But this what we do get to see one. is how advanced the g- computer graphics were. There you go. <laughs> computer display. Yeah, he's still got all the powder burns. All Oh, it's pretty, pretty gross guy. So he's going to reef it in. Look how low he is. Man. Now he's high. Now he's low. Yeah, I'm sure that they... Oh, there you go. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna point it out because the heat source <laughs> locked wouldn't tell you where he is, but I'm gonna point it out. Uh, <laughs> wow! And he's got the same stick that they had from Battlestar Galactica, which in no way matches up with the F-16, but we're gonna overlook that. We're gonna overlook that. And he is See, at about looks... forty feet. Wow! Wow! There's people up on the, is the roof.
3: Barbecue. Oh, man, yeah, this was terrible. I forgot about that.
2: Look at that. Right, right over there or something. Almost got over. the
3: wow. city hall. Oh. oh, my gosh, really? This is Moonraker Everybody caliber. Everybody get
2: out. Everybody get out. There's a helicopter hovering over the building. We should all get out in order to make sure that Frank Murphy doesn't kill anyone. And the missile says, I hate barbecue. Yikes. And the sidewinder... Oh, nice. You can see the, the ram under it. <laughs> Wait, that was not even a... Nah.
0: Well, it also wasn't even a actual yeah. van. It just it, like, smashed. like it, a cardboard box. Yeah. And
2: they used real chickens because they were cheaper than rubber chickens to drop. They just crane wow, the, dropped them. The and th- you, you know, learned. you
0: really needed this chicken storm here. Like, wow. just cut that part. <laughs> stupid. John, we paid for the
2: chickens already. (laughs) I'm saying don't pay for the chickens. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Francis, there you go. He's all sweaty in front of that.
3: They definitely are taking their time with all this business.
0: (laughs) (laughs) John, did you yawn? I might have yawned a little bit. Sorry.
3: <laughs> so
2: here we have the very flat turns that can only be accomplished by special effects. No, <laughs> nothing but rudder, nothing but rudder in these.
3: They got to turn around all the way over the Pacific and come back in.
2: So yeah, all that construction, and then he there's the Bonaventure. Right? Yeah, yeah, and there's the Arco Tower. Zuh. There he is. So yeah, he's gonna use. Oh, and Swant just trying to keep yeah, trying uh, to catch him, him. right? <laughs> Put those pop guns up against him.
3: Yeah. So this is this is a little bit of the Dan O'Bannon, yeah. Frank but, Murphy's yeah, the terrorizing mad, mad the city. In the sky. yeah.
2: Oh boy. See, I like the
0: idea that maybe they could have sold the idea of it better as not being—he's not actually crazy, but that everybody believes he is. I feel like. That's kind of an afterthought here, even though a lot of things are supposed to be ha- using because, yeah. because of it.
2: There's plenty that doesn't pay off. Yeah. There's plenty. I mean, it, 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 oh, boy. Thank God that skyscraper is completely uninhabited as the 11-pound warhead of the Sidewinder does shocking damage through the ventilation system, apparently. Oh, God.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's a little...
2: So Murphy said, you know what? You put innocent people at risk, and I'm not going to let that happen. So turret power goes on. He's going to take them out. And the turret actually moves, which we don't normally get to see. Now here's a model getting blown up. Bloom! And it looks like a model. (laughs) But we have a cool ejection sequence, which is actually kind of nicely done. Out he goes, not bad. You even get to see the rocket underneath, not bad. Not as good as as uh, Chuck Yeager's in the right stuff when he when he bails out of the NF 104, but still pretty cool.
3: Not as good as the one on the news two nights ago where the at the air show. Did you see that? No. Yeah, where the plane lost It was a, it was flying a Mig and it lost control and and they had footage of him ejecting and it and it crashed into a. Right near an apartment complex and happily didn't hit anybody. God. But it was really lucky.
2: Mom McDowell says, I am anxious to take this helicopter up. So there you go. Top of the Arco Tower. No casualties mentioned. None. Okay. So the, the pilot made it out. Nobody was in the Arco Tower.
3: But he didn't say nobody was in the Arco right, Tower. Right, right. They just don't. Yeah. They just don't right. acknowledge.
2: <laughs> so we're going to deftly shoot it so we can't see the pilot. Although we can see the acetylene tank in the back because those are acetylene guns on the side.
3: Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Is that real?
2: Yeah. Uh, no. Well, no. You never. Oh, you
3: mean it's a prop gun. Right. It's a prop. Right. Uh, I see.
2: So, yeah, I don't know what this building is, but it's cool. When they, they're they're hide and seek through this. When Cochrane uses it to sneak up on them, is pretty cool. Man, look at him hovering there between those buildings. That big old helicopter. It's kind of great. Watching this be filmed would have been just a kick. Oh, and a rough landing on the pavement, however, for that guy. So I feel like Cameron
0: borrowed a little bit from this sequence here, this scene here for True Lies.
2: Could be. With the Harrier doing his... Oh, and now he's exposed, and I like you can see it waiting for him. Boom!
0: Okay, maybe it's not bulletproof glass.
2: Not against that, yeah. not against fifty, and so I boom. Think a thirty-eight isn't going through it though. And what's an, a nice touch you'll see through the rest of the movie is that Blue Thunder has uh, a hole in the canopy, for continuity, where he got shot. So that's pretty cool. And I think there's actually blood on the canopy too. Yeah, he's just spewing spewing <laughs> steam from those guns just. Leaking smoke. <laughs> oh, no. oh no. He thinks We're, he's back in the worst Nam. possible time. Oh no. Oh, right into the high deserts of Vietnam. And now we learn that where their history comes from.
3: Oh right. How do we feel about that? Does it matter?
2: No. Because no. He, he was already an asshole. Right. He was already a villain. Right. With this uh just spewing steam. Oh boy. In an era before fake news, this was enough to convince anybody.
3: <laughs> Those are the days, man. Yeah, when, when you a, could actually believe what you were when saying. A piece of information, right, could could change everything. Like one a, one th- photo, one thing
2: one photo would be enough.
3: Howard Deal, Dean squealing right. <laughs> changes the history. That's it.
0: Of- Gary Hart standing next to a woman. Right? Yes,
2: right. That was it for him. No, no it was her her on his lap? Well, she, I thought they were like standing. Next. No, Here's she was lap, on his but, lap and he okay. had on his monkey business crew T-shirt. Nice <laughs> shot. Look at that. Man. So looping back through downtown again.
3: And the fact that they took the time to shoot it all like this is just so great. Like today it would all be CG, right? All yeah. this would be. And you could just, you'll be able to just tell.
2: Look at this turn here. Look at him looping around. Oh, that's great. Wow, That's great. That's nuts. That's just fantastic.
3: Yeah, two helicopters.
2: Yeah, you clear the streets and and let them go. Oof. Look how low it is. That's crazy. That's crazy. It's great, though. It's great. Look at the hole in the canopy when he loops it around here. You'll see, uh, including blood spatter. That's pretty good continuity. Right, I think right. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, that's awesome. Nicely done. Script supervisor. And let's hope that the apartment in front of him is also uninhabited. (laughs) For his little bushwhack here. And you'll see that. Gatling gun, not turning, but just jetting steam out of the middle. There you go. Psh, psh, psh,
3: psh, but, psh. you know, just the just the conceptual notion of two helicopters in a downtown using the buildings as cover, like it's Im- immediately captures your imagination.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, pretty great. And he just gets right out of Murphy. Yeah, he's a little bit more agile than big old Blue Thunder. And also he's less crippled up than Frank Murphy. Who apparently, despite having been shot by a 50 caliber bullet, is still he's, in a he's helicopter flying mid. Yeah, he's doing good. There he is, looping, and he's still firing even though he's aimed down, not at him, but that's all right. We're going to overlook that. That's just a lot of dead people in the street right there. <laughs> a lot of dead people because he was strafing, not shooting at, but that's all right. And now we're over the abandoned industrial district, wherever that is.
3: Probably just east of downtown. Let's see. Wow, look at that.
2: Oh, poor McDowell who is just profoundly uncomfortable. He hated flying and he was just miserable during all this stuff with I the, love the, him and the hues. The way that the smoke circles. Yeah, yeah. The vortexes are great. Maybe that's where
3: they shot streets of fire down there.
2: Oh. That's great too. Wow. He he hates the smokestack. Get away from the smokestack. <laughs> Blue Thunder just howling as it uh, all these banking shots with this thing just screaming. Oh boy,
3: if you could just pick him up and drop him down the smokestack, wouldn't that be?
0: It's
3: a blue filled smokestack.
2: There it is. How you going to loop? You need a little bit. Bo- there you go, a little more power,
3: turbine boost. Get ready for the model shot.
2: And Batam loved it because the guys could loop the models and yeah. he just thought it looked great. It's not bad. No, it's not.
3: There's no perspective. You don't know how big or now small it is. Now, here's the
2: part where I say that at the air show yesterday, I did see a helicopter loop three times. It was a BO-105 helicopter flown by some Red Bull idiot.
3: Seriously? Yeah,
2: and he looped it three times in Like that? Like yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. Holy But it was crap. tighter. It was tighter. But it was, yeah, I saw a helicopter loop three times. Wow. So, the premise of this, there you go. And what are you going to do in a 20-millimeter cannons aimed at you? You throw your hand up to block to the block shells. To block it?
3: I think so. <laughs> Here it is. Yeah,
2: stop. <laughs> <laughs> and he just empties the gun into it. Just <laughs> empties the gun. That's model. Yeah, you can see the extra rotors up top the balancer. Yeah, and now it's sunset.
3: Oh so he, catch you later. Yeah, he comes back. Catch there's race. your payoff.
2: So now he Is that
3: uh, what it is a payoff, Jason? That <laughs> That's what they call that.
2: Payback? Yeah. Pay it forward? Yeah, something. So now it's up. Uh, and now, now it's eight PM. Hurts. Now it's 8 p.m. The movie's chronology is generally pretty shitty.
3: But I love the way that they do the multiple smashes coming up here and like the punch five, and the punchline. I think there's yeah. 3 of them and then there's him, but it's just such a it's really nice. It works really well.
2: It must have been really fun to to see that thing blow. And then I think the last one is full speed as he's walking
3: away from Yeah, him. the so one gets, yeah, yeah, it's really cool. And it, and it, it's like well, where what happened to him? Where is he? It's really good. Yeah, I feel like pay. you should have asked this conductor
0: guy, though, if this was cool. <laughs> Is it okay if I do this? <laughs> just, <'Cause it laughs> seems I'm going like to fuck a, up your day, it was buddy. It's a choice
2: to just do this to a guy. It's moving way too fast. That's not. <laughs> it just counted off 10 seconds in the space of one. Oh, I
3: thought those were tenths of a second.
2: No, it's it's supposed to be a 60 second countdown. Oh. So it goes way too fast throughout the movie.
3: I think see the little light there on its skid. Here we go. That's sped up. He's taking his time getting out of there.
2: Uh, now it's still landing again.
3: Yeah, it's
2: a little continuity issue. It's we're all right. Okay, that looks like a model train.
3: All Wait, right. Oh man, he he didn't get out, did he? Right. Exactly. Oh he my didn't god, there's get no, out! Oh is no, no. Is no, Frank way didn't make he it, out. Didn't it out. So we got one. They got another camera on it too.
2: Yeah, away goes plywood blue thunder.
3: There we go. There's the whole, oh, That's so great. The Woo. tail boom dropping. That's Pretty so great. glad he made it. I know. Great. I was worried for a minute.
0: Is that an example of you get a bunch of cameras, you want to make sure you got your coverage, and then they all it all turned out good, so you just use them all? Well, maybe. <laughs> well, there's the stylistic
2: That was the whole butter, fight, right? They like, wanted hey, Spielberg
3: to use all those other angles in Duel, and he's like, no,
2: we're going to use this one, and
3: we're going to stick with it.
2: The $5 million prototype. If so 5 million American taxpayers are out $1 each with <laughs> Officer Murphy's destruction of the prototype.
3: And and thankfully, we've got the news assuring us that everything's going to be okay, that order is being restored, justice will be done.
0: Don't worry about it. And Murphy. we're going He's to embrace bullet fun. trains. Look.
2: Yeah. And we're going to be, it's going to te- be, we got a high tech S- future. Still working on it. We got a high tech future.
3: 40 years later, Maybe. they're still working on that bullet train.
2: I want to thank the good folks at Restart Productions <laughs> for "Back in Blue Thunder." Man alive! So John Badham would
0: come back to uh, make an entire movie about cops that are leering um, on people. Stakeout. <laughs> three That's it. Later was Stakeout Two, right? There's another Stakeout. You mean? Yeah, uh, yeah, there's a yeah. there's at least a woman cop yeah. involved in that one, right? Like there's <laughs> at least a woman taking part in the. But yeah, the movie where a, a woman that's being spied on falls in love with the guy who's spying on her. Well, it happens yeah, all the so time. Yeah, it probably does.
3: You're right. Yeah.
2: Your fourth Bill Daniel Stern. God bless him.
3: All right. This is so exciting. And.
2: and. Yeah, yeah come he right gets down. an and. Wow. If I'm
3: going to fly, I want the
0: and. Well, that's a terrible exit. Just what was I doing there?
2: Your synthesizer, your classic Rubenstein score, if you will.
3: We're also embracing video technology too. Look Mm -hmm. at that scan lines and everything. Uh, Well, any closing thoughts, Jason, about the technological marvel we just saw? Greatest movie ever. Well, not at all. But oh yeah, Jerry Ziesmer, first AD. He uh, was the first day on, on Apocalypse now. Oh, and he plays. He's in the briefing scene with with Harrison Ford. You know, he's the kind of white haired guy. I just uh, saw Terry Leonard was one of the oh stunt yeah.
0: coordinators.
2: Huh, I haven't oh, seen and that. Hal Landecker. The oh, there set decorator Mickey Michaels. But Mickey he was Michael. there was also another guy who was visual consultant, which I would have thought would have been more.
0: Well, uh, from what I understand, from what I just read while we were watching the movie, he took rejected designs and made what we got out of those. So maybe oh. you're thinking about somebody had some ideas and they didn't make the final cut, but he's the one that put together the helicopter itself from those, uh adding to those. God,
2: six guys editing sound effects.
0: Just decided to commit to the shiter. You know, usually nowadays they would fade it out. You know, they'd be like, okay, we have this final image then we fade it out for the uh the below the line credits.
3: yeah maybe I effects guess. by dream quest who's who was dream, dream quest? Qu- well, is I, that I, i've heard
2: it as dream quest images is how i remember it but right
3: I, who is that which one of the
2: don't know top of my head alf hewitt Grendelius. there you go <laughs> what a name <laughs> nudie lucy that's oh uh, wow got that on your on your your oh <laughs> and james reed policeman at the bridge
3: There's Tom Lawrence, The Observer.
2: Just another one. Viet Cong soldier, your classic Bill, right, <laughs> Old Bill. Hurled out of the helicopter over the high deserts of California.
3: All right, everybody, thank you so much for yeah, joining us. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. We'll, thanks uh, for indulging, Jason. Uh, we'll, no, <laughs> I know you enjoyed it, actually,
2: and our dedication <laughs> to war notes, of course.
3: Oh. We'll see you all next time. All was right.
2: our big toe. Thanks, bud.